Well, it's a powerful way to start our day. It's so intentional when we come in front of the presence of God. You know that even if you think that you're alone, you're really not. Because your intention, what your intention is from the bottom of your heart, who you come and praise, who you come and worship, who you come and seek, will always make the difference of what you receive. So I know that today your intention is to seek the Lord, to seek him in in his ways and seek him because you need wisdom, because you need strategy, because you need you need healing, because you need advice. And yes, and it's a perfect place to be because when we start our mornings knowing that he is who he is, it is the most grateful way to come and say, hey God, thank you so much. You are such a wonderful father. You are a great daddy. I love you so much. And that's what God does. He loves us so much. <laughs> he does it every day. And thank you for connecting with Monica Go. You know that during the week as we as we prepare and we work and we and we come and, and see how life goes through every day, the, you see warnings from what right to left. But there's some warnings that you that you think, oh my God, is this really a warning? It's a bit laughable, but they still exist. <laughs> and warnings are virtually everywhere. Everything you buy today seems to carry some kind of warning. Some of these warnings may seem, uh, okay, that's, that's like one plus one is two. It's so simple to understand. But these are some of the warnings that I've, uh, I've caught up to, and it sounds a little bit funny. And uh, a certain uh, supermarket chain, the warning for peanuts was warning. It contains nuts. For a sleeping pill, I'm not going to say the name of the sleeping pill, but it says warning. It may cause drowsiness. <laughs> in a in a home um, in a on a home use drill, not designed to be used as a dental drill. Okay, there we go warnings. These warnings that are laughable, but some other warnings are there all the time to warn us to be careful, to watch out, to make sure, are we really, really looking at them? Are we really listening to, to the warnings that we have all around us? It reminds me about uh, a time in the 80s. I was a pretty young girl. I was a teenager and I used to go out and have fun with my friends and party and all that kind of stuff that teenagers do. I really enjoyed it, by the way. But anyway, um, my sister and I, Diana, uh, went out one night with some friends and we partied and came back home. My parents used to live in, in, um, in a farm outside of the city. And uh, this is in the city of Medellin, Colombia. My parents took us down to Colombia to live. My parents are Colombian um, because they wanted us to learn how to speak Spanish. 
And so anyway, we're already teenagers and all that good stuff. We had all these friends. And so we lived in an outside, like an outside skirt. So there was a farm in, and up in the mountains. It's a beautiful view of the mountains in the city of Medellin. And um, we had a, a gentleman that uh, worked for us, Bernardo, Bernardo. That's how you say it in Spanish, Bernardo. He was the night guard. He, you know, there was a night guard there because, you know, we needed to have one. And um, he was a very nice gentleman. He was very respectful and so forth. But, but he was a very particular guy because I think that working through the night made him uh, more aware of what he heard. He heard things that probably you and me would probably not even not even be aware of the way he heard. He, his ears were really, really like on point. His ears were developed in a way that it was incredible. I remember that that night that I came back home with my sister, I um, he opened the gate and all that kind of stuff. So we went in and as not, I didn't even have the time to take off my boots and he came back and knocked at our windows. He said, hey, I think there's a, 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 an incredible accident. I heard there was an accident. I hear people screaming. Would you want to come? He was desperate. He knew what he heard. He knew what he heard. He knew that there was something going on. We said, well, yeah. At that time, um, uh, we were trained to do certain things with uh, an entity called La Defensa Civil. It's like a Red Cross. And um, we said, go for it. And we loved to to help people in the streets and things like that that were in danger. It was kind of like a really cool thing to do. I loved it. And still, I love to do that. So anyway, to make a long story short, um, uh, we went, we took the car. Now, I, I want to try to to help you picture this, we live. Oh, we lived on the mountain. So when you're coming down the mountains, you see they're so high. You see houses as big as between your two your two your two fingers. They look so small when you're coming down. Now we were on a height that was pretty up there, but there was this curve that was around two two and a half miles away from my home. This curve that had a warning go slow, don't go as fast as a certain amount of, of, of speed. And that's where this car came down, it was around 300 feet or something. And when we, when we, when we got there, he kind of like knew exactly, like he was, he saw it. It was like he saw where the car went down. And exactly, we heard um, people crying out because of the echo of the mountains. And, um, and it was very clear now to us, but he heard it from our home. It was, my God, these ears of him were incredible. And, um, and we, started, we started out and stated, oh, where are you? And they, please keep on talking so we could get to you. So we, we got into the forest and we walked through it. It was pitch dark. There was three guys 
the accident was so brutal. The car was completely destroyed, but for some reason, they, they, they fell out of the car, all three of them. There were three young men around my age at that time. They were all teenagers. And uh, long story short, we started, you know, checking them out. They were all in different places. They were like, if they were spilled out of the car and we picked each one up, taking them out of, uh, out of that pit of the mountain and took them out to a place where it was closer to our car, but we needed help because there was one that was really hurt. And um, there was a farm right there, very close to them. The people from that farm were completely asleep. They didn't hear what Bernardo, the night guard had heard that was way far away. His ears were really in tuned. And uh, I was surprised that he could listen, listen so, so, so clear what was going on. We went to knock at the family's door because we needed to call the ambulance or 911. And remember, the, these times are those times in the 80s, you know, cell phones were not that popular. You know, we, we, if, and if they were, well, we didn't have them because they were all these big monstrous cell phones. But this family opened up the uh, door, they called the ambulance and we checked the one, the one teenager that, that was really in brutal condition. They were all filled of blood. We really couldn't see their faces, but we were able to take this other young man out. And, uh, and uh, wow, was, uh, that scenario was so hard for, for us. We took him out and I remember my sister Diana asked him, specifically him, what's your name? And he said his name to her. And, uh, okay. Everything was completely fulfilled and they were on their way to the hospital. And it was kind of like one of those nights that you say, wow, Lord, how could all of these things be? You know, that it is, it is so incredible to be tuned in like Bernard, the, the night guard. And so many times around our lives, we, we're kind of like in this mode that we see or we listen, but we're not attentive to the warnings. We need to be attentive to the warnings. You know, that we need to be actively known that Jesus is telling us from the beginning, the Lord in his book of love, he's always giving us certain warnings so we could protect ourselves from different scenarios in our lives. You know, that Jesus knew all along that, that we would be able to act upon love from other people, telling them the truth and, and telling them the way that he taught us. He taught us a lot of principles in life. You sow and you reap what you sow. And in his teachings, in a lot of ways, he summarizes, dig a pit and you will fall into it. Or roll stones and they will crush you. You know, in other words, you reap what you sow. 
aren't you really at the point that you know that everything that you do has a boomerang effect? The warnings are all around us, but how are you in tuned with it? Are, do you have those ears to listen to the words of God telling you or saying to you, hey, this is a warning for you. I'm trying to protect you. Are you really in tuned uh, with your precious ears or your eyes? Are you really seeing the warnings that God has out there for us? God has warnings all the time to protect you and me. God loves us so much that he wants us to be safe. He wants us to be advised that the book of life, which is the book of love for you and for me, is a blessing, a way to go through our lives, but it's also a warning for things that could come or that will come to pass. Years later, <laughs> this was incredible. Years later, we were in the city of Bogota. I was going for acting school at that time, not even acting school. I was already working in television by that time. And uh, we went out with some other friends to eat some pizza at this place in, north, uh, in the north of the city of Bogota. And uh, I remember it like so clear. It was incredible. We were all sitting down. My sister Diana was there with me. And suddenly she hears a name. A name that that really clicked her. And she goes, Monica, that, those guys over there in that other table, they said a name. And they go, okay, like what, you know, everybody has their name. But I didn't understand what was happening to her. She was clicked. She, her ears were entombed. And she goes, I'll be right back. She went to the other table and said to the guys, who said this name? And he said, I did. One of the guys said, I did. And she said, didn't you have an accident like four or five years ago in the city of Medellin that a car went down the mountain? And the guy said, that's me. And the car, the guy started crying. He said, well, I'm one of the per, the, the people that, picked you up from from that accident and I would never forget your name wow all you know the guys were there they came over to our table it was such an emotional moment when on earth would you ever think that you will be that you would find that person again but my sister's ears were in tuned to listen and that name never never left your heart and it was powerful to, to see him. And he told us that he was in the hospital for over two months. And he was so thankful because we saved his life. He was so thankful because we saved his life. And because of the intuned ears of Bernardo, the night guard, and because of the tuned ears at that moment of my sister Diana, Oh, dear Jesus, we were able to save somebody's life and meet that person years later. You know that that's what God wants from you, that 
our ears would be in tune because he wants to save us from so many things. He, wasn't, he wants us to be saved even of ourselves sometimes because the greatness of God in our lives, it is much bigger than what we think. And it's way much bigger than what others believe because God knows it all. He wants you to be in tuned with him like Bernardo the night guard. And as Diana, that never forgot the name of that gentleman or that guy that we saved that night in Medellin, Colombia. Be in tune to my friend, wherever you are. You know, God is listening to you. Are you listening to him? <laughs> the warnings are all around us, my friend. And the book of life has some also that are very powerful to protect us from the things that we don't need to be heard of. So here we go. Here we go. So if you give it a go, I believe, surely believe that God already gave a go for you.